Hey everybody, welcome to the Vet Tech Tap Room. This is our spin-off series from the Vet Tech Cafe. These episodes are live and uncut, discussing hot topics in our field, or talking about previous episodes amongst ourselves, and always highlight something positive happening in our profession. These episodes will be published as regular podcast episodes and will also be available on our YouTube channel as well. So get yourself a beer or a potato water and find us live on Instagram and join the discussion. Now if you'll excuse us, those are our beers the bartender is pouring. Hey everybody, welcome to the Vet Tech Tap Room today. We have uh, gone out of the cafe and we've come next door to the Vet Tech Tap Room. <laughs> um, so welcome to the Vet Tech Tap Room where your favorite musicians are always playing live. Dave, you got a good oh. beer there? I do, actually. Um, you, you know I'm not into fruity things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like fruit in my coffee. I don't like fruit in my beer. But this is the beer that I will make an exception for. This is the Lining Kugel Summer Shandy that tastes like mm. lemonade and, and beer mixed together. It's my it's my lawn mowing beer, so it's 91 degrees out, and here's to you. What are you drinking? Yeah, I have a uh, – cheers. Um, so this is what I have on draft caffeinators. You probably saw. Um, oh yeah, you posted. Your uh, yeah, uh, that it got a new tap handle with the Vet Tech Tap Room logo. Um, got it through Etsy. If you have any interest, you can certainly send us an email. I'm happy to to send you a link to the store. But um, so I have on draft downstairs. Um, it's a. It's summertime. It's hot, like you're saying. It's upwards of 92 degrees today. So in the summertime, I like a good light. Pilsner or Lager. This is um, from Laguna Beach Beer Company, which is close to me. It's their Laguna Light Lager. It's like four and a half percent. It's basically craft beer Bud Light, but I love it. It's delicious, <laughs> and on a hot summer day, it's wonderful. So, cheers to you! Cheers to you, Captain. Cheers, buddy. So, we wanted to do a tap room. We did one kind of as a kickoff to our mental health series. We thought we would come back on and do one kind of as a recap. Now that all the episodes have aired, and a couple of other things we'll talk about too, but um, we'll start. We'll start there. What uh, What did you think, and what you like? What you I, learned? I, I loved hearing the the stories from Amber and, and Kat. The just the just the openness of their their personal stories, and mm-hmm. you know, again, all these issues that we talk about, especially in Mental Health Awareness Month. If if we don't talk about them, they're they're just going to fester. They're not going to. They're not going to. They're not going to heal. They're not going to get anywhere. And talking about it is, I, I think, is great therapy for a lot of these things. So, I really hats off to them for for sharing their stories. I know, I know, with Cat, it it took her a while to be comfortable talking about that because, I mean, everything happened over a year and a half ago. And yeah, kinda, still fairly recently. Yeah, still fairly recently, and she kind of went off the off the radar for a while, and and no no fault of of us on, on her. Cause mm-hmm. I would do the same thing. Um, but being comfortable enough to talk about it, I, I think is great. And, and us releasing this, these episodes in conjunction with her releasing her, mm-hmm. um, interrupted, sorry, the interrupted. interrupted. I, I almost yeah. went unscripted, but that's not it. <laughs> um, the, the interrupted series, which I thought was, was great to listen to as well. If you haven't heard the, her in, Inter- interrupted series listen to those because that's yeah four great episodes that are just amazing um what do you think yeah I, you know same for me and, and first uh, a big thank you to to amber and kat and hesu for for coming on and and like you were saying you know kind of laying their souls bears for us to talk yeah. about um but you know with like you said with kat you know it was 
such a, a unique perspective um, because I think that there's there's an availability of, of some of these substances in veterinary medicine that I don't know. I, I've never worked in human medicine, but I I just believe is is not there in human medicine because things are so much you know more under lock and key than they are. That's unfortunate. Excuse me. Bless um, you. In, in human medicine than they, they are in veterinary medicine. So, you know, I think that was a, a really interesting discussion to have. And, and you know, on, honestly, though, the same with Amber and, and talking about how it was affecting her work. Um, and, you know, that she thought maybe people like she was, you know, kind of playing it off and people weren't noticing, but obviously people were. And so I, I think there was just a lot of unique points that whether you found yourself in, in that situation or if you have a coworker that is, I think there was some really good take home things to kind of keep an eye out on or, or look for. And then I thought Hesu really brought everything kind of together in terms yeah, of, yeah. you know, what to look out for, actionable steps if something happens, and, and really making sure you're following company protocol, which I thought was a really interesting point. And do you actually have a company protocol? Um, right. So I, I, I thought there was so much of that. And then I also thought it was really, really cool um, that Amber took it upon herself to create that Facebook group. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there's... Yeah, we mentioned uh, in the episode in, in Caffeinators, you, you probably would aren't fully aware of this but we had we had a lot of uh it problems with that and mm-hmm. we had to record basically her entire episode over again yeah um and in the time it took us to figure out the problem and set up another recording session she had already created that facebook group uh had what 100 150 i yeah i looked just the other day there was i think 170 okay yeah, yeah. so i mean yeah. definitely something that is needed in the in the in the field and you know, if, if you if you are in need of of help or in need of colleagues that are going through this as well, mm-hmm. yeah, find her Facebook group yeah, and, and go through it. Veterinary professionals in recovery, you can find it yeah. really easily on Facebook and and join. Um, so there's already been a lot of really really great support in there. So um, yeah, I, you know, it's always a difficult series to do, um, but it's it's so necessary. And, yeah. You know, this isn't something obviously that's going to apply to everybody in our field, but I think there's a lot of things in here that resonate with a lot of people if you're in this field for a long enough period of time. Yeah. Um, it's just so prevalent, not just in our field, but as, uh, we were so caffeinators, we were recording a um, an episode for the Vet Tech Cafe just before we came over here to the tap room. Um, and the, the guest was saying about how. Obviously, there's a, a mental health problem in veterinary medicine, but there's also one just in the general population. And, mm-hmm. and so I think if you're in this field long enough, you're going to work with somebody or, or it's going to happen to you. And, and just being aware of that and, and knowing that that's a possibility and that it's it's okay. It's actually quite normal. And, and just like any other medical condition you may have, we just get checked out and we deal with it. Yeah, yeah. So well, I think the other thing is, is that, you know, as much as we say we're we're trying to fight the stigma of mental health, it's still there. And it, me personally, if I was going through some type of mental health crisis, I I am I'm an extreme introvert, introvert in most cases, and most people would not know that I was dealing with something other than like really close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it's not that it, it's a stigma with me; it, it's more of a I don't want to say it's a pride thing, but it's something that I, I internalize things and I comp- com- 
compartmentalize things and try to deal with stuff on my own instead of getting help. And I hope that if I ever do come across some time where I'm needing mental health help, that I would actually go out and get it. But quite honestly, it's going to be somebody saying, Dave, what are you doing? Why are you not getting help? Um, yeah. But I mean, that's that's me. And that's that's how I deal with stuff. And you know, not that I'm dealing with any type of addiction or substance abuse problems. That That's not what I'm talking about. But any kind of mental health issue that that's kind of be going to be my my fallback because you and I are of an older generation where when we were growing up mental health wasn't discussed and you didn't deal with it especially as guys guys we don't deal with that um because that's not that's not how we were raised um but it it's time for things to views to change and and people should be getting help that that need help yeah, absolutely. So, um, and, and I mean, you know, and, and I've said this before to, on the show that, um, you know, I've used the BetterHelp platform. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. A few of our recent guests have. Uh, yeah. Amber said she had. Rhonda said she had. Mm-hmm. Um, our guest, again, we were just recording with. Um, don't want to give too much away, but you'll love that episode, Caffeinators. Um, yeah, you will. Said, you know, he... That's a, uh, like an employee benefit he has for, mm-hmm. for his people is, is, you know, BetterHelp is available if if somebody were to need it so Mm -hmm. um and the thing is is resources are far more available today than they ever have been support is far more available than it ever has been and and you can do it from the comfort of your own home you can do it on social media you can do it on a website and you can you can utilize these things to make yourselves better and that's i think ultimately what we are trying to to get across to to our listeners is that these options are out there and these things, if you're experiencing, they're not unique to you. Uh, right. They, they do, right. they do happen. They do happen to, to people in our field and they happen to the general population. And we just want to see you get the help that you need. Well, and the other thing that I, I forget who mentioned it, um, but you know, the, the financial part of, of mental health uh, being able to afford it is, is sometimes difficult. And, Somebody mentioned that there are assistance programs out there, like even BetterHelp has like a financial. Mm-hmm. Um, Hasu mentioned that, yeah, that, yeah, that there's it must have financial, been almost that. like financial aid or something. Yeah. yeah, like we would have like care credit or, or scratch pay or what have you. Um, there are options available if you need help um, to to be able to afford things like this. And and you know, as as we always talk, the veterinary technician profession is not loaded with cash and expendable cash to pay for mental health is is probably fourth fifth sixth thing on the list of things that they need to pay for so um just realizing that there's there is financial assistance available for a lot of these programs not just better help but but for sure most most mental health programs do have aid available so for sure if you need it try to get it and figure out the payment later yeah, absolutely, and, and it's it's an investment in yourself. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's hard to look at it that way. It's it's hard to to make the dollars work sometimes, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's an invaluable tool. Yeah, and and we we always love doing these mental health episodes because we, I mean, the, the, both of us always learn something. There's always mm-hmm. something that we hadn't thought of or or a different way of looking at something that has always been very helpful for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, kind of shifting gears here, so we're recording this on June first. I know this June first, yeah. This won't upload till till this weekend, but um, June first, of course, starts Pride Month. 
Yes. Very, yes. very, very big thing in our field. We don't have any any Pride Month guests this year, which is a little unfortunate. But um, you know, we 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 try to be allies, and we in the past mm-hmm. we've had guests on that have given us some tips and tricks on how to become to become allies. And I, I really hope that you know there's there's some good events out out there that we can kind of draw from. Yeah. And uh, do what we and can. support and absolutely and support. And, yeah, and support and all that stuff. And so you'll see our um, our profile images change for for Pride Month, like a lot of people. But uh, one thing I really want to stress is that it's not just the month of June; it's also right. July first yeah. through May thirty first, the rest yep. of the year. That the Vet Tech Cafe and the Vet Tech Tap Room are safe places for you to to come and gather and listen and um. And if that's something you're struggling with as well, a lot of online therapy programs have yeah. counselors that can talk to you about that specific yep. thing or, you know, so many different options. So, um, again, just want to put out there, um, you know, that we try to be as supportive as we can of, of Pride Month as well in our field because yep. it's yep. it's a it's a big, big, big deal. Yep. Um, future episodes. How much yeah. do we want to give away here? <laughs> I don't know. The, well, the guest we just recorded with is kind of like, kind of a kind of kind a of big a, draw that we've been yeah. we've been talking about for quite a while, and finally mm-hmm. made it happen. But I think he was. Out, like, they'll, yeah, they'll find, find out, out soon, soon enough. enough. He was. Uh, I think when when you and I were at, I don't know if it was while we were at Ivex and kind of hatching this whole idea, but it was very soon after, if not, mm-hmm. that we said, you know, I bet. I bet if we actually get this going and get this rolling and talk about what we want to talk about, this person would come on the show and yeah. and, and talk to us about all these things from from their perspective. And, and he did. So uh, it was really, yeah. really fascinating discussion. That'll be the second episode in June. Um, our next episode, the one, the earlier one in June, somebody who uh, I worked with um, and she now has a different role in, in one of the companies in veterinary medicine that you probably use their products quite regularly. And, and she's, mm-hmm. uh, she's an engineer now and, and that's what she's gone on to doing is, uh, like veterinary biomedical engineering. So super fascinating. She's, discussion she's not driving there. a train. No, no, absolutely not. But, uh, <laughs> but super fascinating discussion there. Um, so again, you know, just trying to highlight some of the cool things you can do as a veterinary yeah. technician yeah. and, and, uh, these these it, ideas uh, keep opening up to us. Like mm-hmm. when we talked to her, I was like, I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, the June episodes are are, are going to be pretty great. So yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up um, and, and kind of talk about, and and honestly, kind of give me your viewpoint of it is, of course, I think everybody knows um, I'm on paternity leave. Um, our daughter was born May second, so she's a month tomorrow, um, and I've been on leave since the day she was born and I have 16 weeks that I'll be on paternity leave. Um, and I think there's a bit of a stigma around that because when I talk to people and I say I'm on leave for the summer, you know, they assume it's a medical issue or what have you. And I, I say, Oh no, it's, you know, my daughter was born and I'm on paternity leave. People kind of give me some funny looks, some kind of, you know, lifting an eye or, or what have you. And it's like, they're very curious about it, but they, they don't want to ask or they don't want to learn about it or, or what have you. And, and I don't know, is, is, is there a stigma around it? Is it weird? I, I mean, me personally, I don't think so. Uh, I guess for, for some it may be, but I, I think we're, our viewpoint is kind of skewed because 
how many veterinary technicians are males that right. could take paternity leave. That's not really something that we come across, I think, a lot. And I'm, I'm sure there is a stigma to, to some degree, but I think it's more of a, a thing because paternity leave is not not a phrase that I'd be like, oh, what the heck is that? I've never heard of that. It, it's it's out there. It, it's a known thing. I think it's just not something that I, I think we think of guys taking or husbands yeah. taking for, yeah. for 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 that. Um, mostly because, I mean, let's look at the whole pay thing. Technicians are typically not males. Um, the stigma that the male has to be the breadwinner in the house. So if there's a couple where the technician is a male, um, the the female of the relationship may be making less money than, than the male, um, where it's not beneficial for for the the husband to take paternity leave but you know every every relationship is different every every financial dynamic is different right. um but i th- i think the there's more of a stigma to the fact that males typically aren't technicians um because they're supposed to be quote unquote and i'm using air quotes the breadwinners of the, of the family um whereas females and historically f- women in this in this country have made 75 cents on the dollar compared to what what males make, mm-hmm. so their salary is more expendable in the relationship. Not that yeah. I, not that I agree with that. I don't want, don't, yeah, don't, don't at me. Um, but that, that's just the way that it's historically been. Right. So I think paternity in our profession is probably not something that is is commonly taken. Is there a stigma to it? I don't know about. Sti- I, I think sti- stigma is too strong of a word, but it, it's okay. more, more of a curious thing of like, oh. Yeah, that's different, and, and, and I think that's maybe what I want to talk about. Have you about experienced too, is, people like like thinking bad poorly about you, or uh, no? I I think what, it's what more like uh, I think it's more that people are like, "What do you mean you can take paternity leave?" Like, yeah, my com- yeah. My, maybe my company doesn't offer that, or I I can't do that, or um, and, and I think you know. I really struggle with this politician's name, and I know I'm going to say it wrong, but I'm going to try to say Pete Buttigieg. No, I, I, I know. I hear it all the time, and I can, I can, I even after I hear it, I cannot pronounce it correctly. Um, but he that's your taking, that's your pool noodle. <laughs> I can't he, say pool noodle. You can't say Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> <laughs> he was taking paternity leave, and I know he was, you know, chastised for it from from congressional Republicans and and what have you. And and I'm not saying I'm experiencing that, but it's. I think there's a lot of people that don't know that it's. Maternity leave is covered under FMLA, uh, you know, mm-hmm. under family bonding. I'm in California, of course. Um, we have what is called CFRA, which is California Family Medical Rights Act. But basically, these things, mm-hmm. they cover males and females the same way. Um, so FMLA, uh, just a couple of kind of like bullet points here, because I think what a lot of people don't realize is that their companies it's 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 not a we don't offer that it's a like no no it's actually like a government right like you it's you, not something you, you have to offer right <laughs> it's it's not something that they get to say no or that they can deny your time off right. like this is you know a federal thing so with FMLA um again your work cannot deny it although there are some qualifying things so the big thing i think with with veterinary medicine is that one stipulation is that company has to have 
50 employees, which not a lot of hospitals do. However, the right. 50 employees have to be within a 75-mile radius. So if you're working in a major metropolitan area for a corporate company, mm. they will they will have to pay you FM or you know they will have to allow you your FMLA, which is 12 weeks, eight of which are um, you know covered. I think like 60 percent um, mm. in the last four weeks um, can be. You can take you can take them unpaid or you can use whatever you know PTO you have available. Right, but right. my point is that that you can take it, and so in California it's the same thing. But the one thing that's different in California is the employee requirement is only five employees in the state of California. Whoa! But it's still twelve wow. weeks, um, and so the the idea that like I, I you know my my company's not going to let me have the time off that, that's it doesn't work like that. This is mm-hmm. like, even as whether it be, you know, you're the woman and you've had the baby or if you're the dad, you are, you are entitled to those benefits as well. And so don't be afraid to look into those things. Don't be afraid yeah. to, to look in and see. And if you work for a big corporation, um, you know, they're going to have a benefits team that has all of this laid out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my wife, you know, the hospital she works at now is, was purchased by thrive earlier this year. She's got a benefits team. That's kind of laid all this out for her. Mm-hmm. She knows exactly what they're covering and what the government's covering and so on and so forth. Those people, that's what their jobs are. Yeah. Um, and so don't be afraid to, to ask for these things. And so, yeah, I have, and then my job, thankfully with ASPCA, they, they provide an additional four weeks of completely covered, uh, leave for, for family bonding. So that's how I ended up with 16 weeks. So so do you, you qualify because, I mean, obviously, oh, because it has to be greater than four employees in the company or four employees within your radius. Uh, so no, with, uh, with California, um, the CFRA is, um, five, let's say I have the fact sheet pulled up. Um, my employer just says my mm-hmm. employer has five plus employees. Okay. So it doesn't matter yeah. the, the, the right. distance. And, and you have to have worked there for a year plus, um, have 1250 hours, which is less than full time. Yeah. Um, which I think is actually in California, full time is considered 32 hours a week. So I think that's where the 1250 comes from. Mm-hmm. But again, five plus employees. And that's all. The, and that's, again, it's the same for men and for women. Um, mm-hmm. and then again, you know, my job with ASPCA adds an additional four weeks of, of fully covered time. So you know, there's a lot of people that are, have, have said to me like, oh, I just don't think I could take that much time. I'm going to take every minute yeah. that they're yeah. going to give me. Are you kidding me? Like Do you love working that much. <laughs> right. And, 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 you know, again, I know that for some people taking only a portion of your salary, maybe not the best idea financially, maybe you can't do that. Maybe you have to work. I, I realize yeah. there are some of those things too, but all I wanted to come on and say regarding all of this is don't let it be something, especially if you live in California, where right. where you think my employer doesn't offer that. And, and and I looked at some of the statistics and and things. I won't go into it too much, but like the United States, comparatively to some other countries in the world, there are countries that time away from work. There are like forty countries that it's mandatory, mandatory. Wow, government coverage, um, and and it's it's still that. You know, you come back to your your job is waiting for you right, when you get right. back. But some of some countries, um, I think it was Estonia actually, which was the highest. It was over a year and a half 
of mandatory paid leave. It was wow. like it was 80 weeks, I want to say, if I remember correctly. Um, men goodness. and women. And there were, yeah. you know, so it was like a comparison of the United States against all these other countries. And and so, again, you know, just kind of being in this situation now, it's it's really piqued my curiosity. And I think, as you said, there's not a whole lot of guys in our field that, that this might apply to. But I think that mm-hmm. there are some, and I know how the veterinary hospital dynamic works. Like when somebody goes out on leave for maternity leave, it's like, you know, yeah, someone's going to pick up the slack. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be one person short in this. And, and if, if you are, if your clinic is truly running that lean, that one person being out on medical leave mm-hmm. throws it in a tail, you know, a downward spiral or, or whatever phrase you want to use. Like you have to look at that and, yeah. and say, that can't be the way. Well, I've, I've worked at I've worked at a practice uh, recently where uh, one of the there were I think there were three surgeons in the practice, and one of the surgeons went on paternity leave, so they were short a third of their surgical staff for I forget how long he was out, but but you know that's probably the only other time that I've I've I remember seeing somebody take paternity leave. So he's a veterinarian, so a little different than what we're talking about sure. as technicians, but. I mean, it's it's not something that, and when when that was brought up, I was like, oh, well, good for him. Yeah, like getting time to time off to like, yeah, spend spend time with his with his newborn and and you know, help help raise the baby and and all mm-hmm. that stuff. It was never like a a thing of like, who does he think he is taking time off? That that was never that was never in, in entered into the into the conversation. I, yeah, as as far as the stigma goes, I don't I don't know. And Pete Buttigieg is different because. When you add in politics and um, LGBTQ very, very matters, absolutely very different situation. Yeah, much more under the microscope than than say you or I are. Um, so, yeah. so that that's kind of yeah. But I, I definitely like have that's known, an out, that's an outlier. I think for, yeah, for sure. For and the, I definitely have known dads that work for clinics who should have been as much time covered, you know, not mm-hmm. as much time as they want, but, you know, had access to these benefits, but clearly weren't relayed to the employee. Yeah. And, you know, they took one or two weeks of vacation, like use their vacation pay Ugh. for one or two weeks yeah. after the birth, because that's all the company would that's give them. Give and them. Then that's, that's not how, that's, that's not, how, that's it not how it works. And like, again, advocate for yourself, look into yeah. these matters for yourselves. And frankly, if there's a benefit like that, that you can be claim, claim it. And, claim it. And like you said, you know, for you, it was not this, um, you know, you had the right mentality, right? Like good for, good for that surgeon for, for going and taking yeah. that time. Um, if your first thought is, and I think we talked about this too when we had Brittany Laughlin on the show talking about yeah, yeah. motherhood and all this, so, you know, if your first thought is, well, shoot, what is this going to do to the clinic? That's that's for sure the wrong mindset. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and because that parent is never going to get that time back. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, so I just kind of wanted to to talk about that and kind of get your thoughts because I've, I've definitely gotten some weird looks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, like I said, it, it, I think it's probably because not many men take take yeah. paternity for sure, for sure, for sure, and it's it's a fairly new idea, I guess you could say, and yeah. and it's, um, but I, I hope to see it going forward. I hope to see yeah. you know dads taking a more active role and well, and in general, and the family if, if dynamic has changed a little yeah. bit and. 
in general, if you're unsure of what your benefits are, somebody in your somebody corporation or in your, in your practice <laughs> knows what your benefits are and mm-hmm. ask them. I mean, how many yeah. times have you taken a new job and you get the employee handbook and it's like 50, 60 pages long and you're just like, where do I sign? Because yeah. I don't, don't want to read this. Right. Yeah. All that Some, stuff is in there. Somebody better know like state regulations, federal regulations regarding mm-hmm. leave and because it can be a medical leave too. I mean, you could be yeah. in a car accident. You could have a dog bite, you know, that you're out mm-hmm. for a little while. Like you need to know. And as an employee, like you need to know what your rights are. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. Well, and I, I also had uh, when my when my father passed away in 2016, um, I, I was up visiting him because he was actively dying. Um, and then I, I kind of went up there on a whim and said, all right, I'm going to be out a couple days. And then he passed. And then, you know, we had the whole the funeral preparations, the wake and all this stuff and dealing with stuff at the house. So I was I was out of work for like 10 days. And um, I got my paycheck the next week thinking that it was going to be super tiny. And it wasn't that tiny. I was like, did, did my time off not count for this pay period? And like, oh, no, you get you get um, bereavement pay mm-hmm. or you get, you get paid for I forget bereavement what it was, leave. Three, yeah. th- three, three or days. four days that I mm-hmm. got. And, you know, that was like a huge, huge thing. I just expected to not make the money. But again, it was another one of those things where I I didn't look at the benefits package and didn't realize that that was even something that I could get. It, I mean, at the time, I wasn't thinking about that. I wasn't thinking about my paycheck. I was thinking about my dad. Of course, of course. Um, but, I mean, those things are there. And if you work at a big corporation, chances are you've got more benefits than you're aware of. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and yeah. again – the corporation is going to use you. Make sure you use them to yeah, your benefit exactly. as well, and and take every benefit that you get. I guess that's and that's if my... you're you are allotted time off. Take mm-hmm. it, take, take it, it, take it, and <laughs> run. Absolutely. So yes. Anyway, uh, what else you got, Dave? You got anything else? No, just gotta edit these episodes that we've recorded and get them going and start working on July episodes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, caffeinators, it was great, uh, great to actually see you. Um, as this is yeah. a video recorded, or you so see you, us, yeah, or you see <laughs> us. So if you're if you're watching this on YouTube, hey, um, we hope you guys and are let, well. And let us know what you think about paternity leave in the comment section. We, mm-hmm. We'd love yeah. to hear your your thoughts on it. Absolutely. Um, we hope you guys are well. It's it's summertime. I'm sure you guys are jamming busy. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you you get through that okay. Um, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye, everybody. Cheers.